bandwidth for the Geometry House is provided by Podbean, where podcasting is fast, it's easy, and it's free. This first episode is recorded by Haley and Ari. They're the first ones to go, so they're still kind of learning what they're doing. But it's a good overview of everything you're going to need in that first chapter that we're covering, sections 1-1 through 1-3. So let's give a listen. Hi, my name is Haley. And my name is Ari. And today we're going to be talking about geometry. There, there are a lot of parts to geometry, and the first part is understanding, understanding points, points, lines, and planes. The most ba- basic things in geometry are undefined terms. These terms can't be defined by using other figures. For example, a point is just a point. You can't have a definition for it. And some undefined terms are point, line, and plane. A point names a location. It has no size. It is represented by a dot. There are many points on a line, and two points can make a line. A line is a straight path that has no thickness and extends forever. A plane is a flat surface that has no thickness and extends forever. You can name a plane by three points on the plane. For example, plane A, B, C. Points that lie on the same line are collinear, and points that lie on the same plane are coplanar. The difference between the two is that collinear is a line, and coplanar is a plane. And a plane is a flat surface that has no thickness, but a line is just a straight path. The second thing we will be talking about is segments and rays. A segment is a part of a line consisting of two points and all points between them. Segments end with dots with points at the end of them instead of arrows. Lines end with arrows. That's how you can tell the difference. An endpoint is a point at one end of a segment or the starting point of a ray. An array is a part of a line that starts at an endpoint and extends forever in one direction. That means on a line, one arrow, there's one arrow on the line and one of it is consisting of a point, which is a segment, and a line. That is called array. Opposite rays are two rays that have a common endpoint and form a line, which means two points on the line have a common endpoint. A postulate is a statement that is accepted as true without proof. Sometimes you just have to accept things in geometry that you don't know, that you can't prove, which is a postulate, and it's also called an axiom. Another thing we're going to be talking about is measuring Measuring and and constructing constructing segments. segments. The first thing in measuring and constructing segments are coordinates. A coordinate is a point that corresponds to one and only one number on the ruler. There is also a distance between any two points on the coordinate, and that's called the absolute value of the difference. The distance between two points can also be called the length. Could you tell, Haley, could you tell us some examples for it? Sure. Um, one example of it is if there are points, for example, A and B, A and B, the distance betwe- between those two points can be called the length. Congruent segments are segments that have the same length. You can indicate congruent segments on lines by just using tick marks. One tick mark is the congruent segment that says that they're congruent. 
A construction is a way of creating a figure that is more precise. One way to make a geometric construction is to use a compass and straight edge. When you use a compass, you put one edge on the 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 certain part of the line that you want to use the compass for, and the other edge to put a point on the the end point of the line. That way. You can keep the compass at the same measurements and put dots. Move the. Okay, just to make it more easier, you can just leave the compass from the measurements and put it on any other sheet of paper, anything you want it to be on, and you can make the point and use a straight edge to construct the line. If you want to say that a point is between any other two points, it has to be exactly on a line. The same line. Yeah. If it's on different lines, it's not between. It's not technically between them, so you can't really indicate that it's between them. If one point is between two other points, which is we just talked about that on the same line, you can call that the midpoint if it's on exactly the middle. It can't be like at the edge, you know, by another point. It just has to be at the middle. So that would be called a midpoint. And a midpoint is the point that bisects or divides the segment into two congruent segments. So, if you had, for example, if there was point D, E, and F, and D and E was the midpoint of D and F, you could say that if you had the measurements for D and E, which say was two, E and F is obviously two too because they're congruent segments and they have the same measurements of the midpoint. As Haley just mentioned, if line E was the midpoint of D line of line D and F, it could also be called a segment bisector. So the reason it's a segment bisector is because it divides the segment into two equal parts at its midpoint. If you're not really sure what we're talking about, if you want to understand this better, you can go grab a sheet of paper. I'll give you a second to do that. And make a line, a segment actually, with two endpoints, and label them X and Y. Once you've done that, fold the paper in half to where X touches Y, so that Y is on top of X. Then unfold the paper. The line represented by the crease bisects line X and Y, and then you can name the midpoint M, and that's where you just get your midpoint. You can see that midpoint and see what we're talking about more in a clearer version. An angle is a figure formed by two rays or sides with a common endpoint called the vertex. You can name the angle by the three points. Maybe there are three points on the angle, and you can name it by, for example, S R T angle S R T. Or you can make an arc mark and number it, and you can name it angle one, two, or any other number that you want to number it. It's up to you. That would be an easier way and a much faster way to write the angle. The set of all points between the sides of the angle is the interior of an angle. 
the exterior of an angle is the set of all points outside the angle. You can't really name an angle just by its vertex if the point is the vertex of more than one angle. You need to make it clear that if it's one angle, you can name it by its vertex, but if it's two angles and the vertex is the point of two angles, you can just make, as we said before, an arc mark or just name it by the three points of the angle. The, the measure of an angle is given in degrees. Well, as you know, there is 360 degrees in a circle. One degree is 1 over six, 360 of a cir degrees of a circle. Um, if you use a protractor to measure the angles, you are applying the following postulate. There are, there's a pro protractor postulate, and it's given AB and a point O on AB. And it's all rays that can be drawn from, all rays that can be drawn from O can be put into a one-to-one -one correspondence with the real numbers from zero to 180. So that's if you're using a protractor. And you can use the protractor postulate to help you classify angles by their measure. And there are many different types of angles, and one of the types is an acute angle. An acute angle measures greater than zero degrees and less than 90 degrees. Like if you want to see, you know how a right angle, if you know a right angle is straight, it's a, it's a straight top and a flat bottom. So an acute angle is the top of the angle turned more to the right. If you want an obtuse angle, it's turned more to the left. An obtuse angle measures greater than 90 degrees and less than 180 degrees. The right angle that I said earlier measures 90 degrees. That's why it's straight and flat. And a straight angle formed by two opposite rays and measures 180 degrees. Just like congruent segments, there are congruent angles, and the angles that have they're angles that have the same measure. Congruent segments are angles I mean, are congruent because they have the same segment, but angles are you know 90 degrees, 180, 360, anything like that. Today we talked about many different things about geometry. There is a lot of vocabulary that has to be learned to understand geometry. So if you want to get through this, if you want to go through this netcast many times, um, that's fine because I think you need to keep hearing the vocabulary and get getting familiar with it so you can become an expert on geometry. If you still don't think that geometry is important in your life, trust me, it is because my dad is an engineer and he uses ge geometry for everything, and he's very passionate about geometry. He thinks that everything, our whole world, has geometry in it. Like all the buildings that we live in, it's, it, geometry is needed to construct the buildings and the roads and everything in our lives. So geometry is a big thing. If you see it on paper, you won't think it's important, but look around you, look at where you're standing right now, and see, what, what are you sitting in, a house? How is that house built? By geometry. Well, I think that geometry is very important to me, too, because 
Well, I was thinking about being a fashion designer when I grow up, and well, I go take this class, and we make clothes and like umbrellas, shoes, and stuff. And job, and like we to make clothes and umbrellas, we need we use this compass and line segments and stuff to measure the length and the angles to make to make them. So like I think that geometry is really really important for me to to pursue maybe your fashion career. Uh huh. Okay. So Aries trying to say like the clothes that you're wearing right now. Comes, like have to do with geometry. I'm sure no one would ever know that. I didn't even know that. Ari just told us all. And I think that's really cool that we actually use geometry to, you know, make the clothes that we're wearing. Well, we talked a lot of things about geometry, and then we hope that you understand some of the basic about geometry. And hopefully you'll go through this netcast and, you know, recap on what we just taught you. And so we also told you that fashion designing and engineering have a lot to do with geometry. And it'll, it'll be great if you choose a career involving to math or geometry. And you can like like engineering or like what Ari wants to become. Uh, a fashion designer. <laughs> that would be really cool. Or just, you know, choose a career that has to do with math. There are many out there. And as you can see... We taught you a lot, hopefully. And just to let you guys know, on the last week of September, we have a benchmark test, so be aware, because geometry is hard. And (laughs) (laughs) open the book and study a lot more than just this netcast, and hopefully you do great on the benchmark. Thank you for listening to Haley and Ari. Bye. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate, again, Podbean's support as our educational partners with Bandwidth and Server Space. If you have questions, comments, would like to make suggestions, or want to pose a question to one of our student groups, you can shoot us an email at geotreehouse at yahoo.com. That's G-E-O-T-R-E-E-H-O-U-S-E at yahoo.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.